Nobody likes the word picky. Picky suggests that there's something wrong with you, that if you didn't have such high standards, you'd already be married by now. Picky sounds like your fault. So let's get away from the word picky. Today's Love You podcast is going, not going to tell you whether you're too picky. It will instead let you know whether your choices are effectively helping you get the relationship that you want or keeping you away from it. Stick around. I'm Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to learn how you can know for certain if your standards are realistic when it comes to choosing a partner and when we're done. I will let you know how you can apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship in which you feel safe, heard, and understood. So I know you've heard this joke before, but it's worth telling anyway. And it's not a ha-ha joke, so don't expect a ha-ha moment out of it. This opened my friend Lori Gottlieb's book, uh, Marry Him, The Case for Settling for Mr. Good Enough, back in 2010, and I circled back and found it on the internet. So without further ado, there's a store that sells new husbands, and it just opened. Among the instructions at the entrance is a description of how the store operates. You may visit the store only once. There are six floors, and the attribute of the men increases the shopper ascends the flights. There is, however, a catch. You may choose any man from a particular floor, or you may choose to go up a floor, but you cannot go back down except to exit the building. So, a woman goes to the husband's store to find a husband. On each floor, the doors read. Floor number one, these men have jobs. Floor number two, these men have jobs and love kids. Floor number three, these men have jobs, love kids, and are extremely good looking. Wow the woman thinks, but feels compelled to keep going. She goes to the fourth floor and reads, floor number four, these men have jobs, love kids, are drop-dead good-looking, and also help out with the housework. Oh, mercy me, she exclaims, I could hardly stand it. Still, she goes to the fifth floor and the sign reads, these men have jobs, love kids, are drop-dead gorgeous, help with the housework, and have a strong romantic streak. She is so tempted to stay, but she goes to the sixth floor and the sign reads, your visitor, 3,261,496,012 to this floor. There are no men on this floor. This floor exists solely as proof that women are impossible to please. Thank you for shopping at the husband's store. So here's the thing about that joke. It's actually quite unfair to women. It is. Since women are the butt of the joke, I have to make it really clear that although I see the humor in it, it's... If you're gonna make fun of someone, you should hit the target properly. So that is the joke as it's written. My husband's store, the one we're gonna talk about today, doesn't mention jobs, right, because that's important, or loving kids, because that's important, or helping with the housework, because that's important. These are all important things you need to have in a man, so to suggest that a woman is ridiculous for holding on for them is untrue and unfair. That doesn't make you picky. My husband's store goes a little something like this, and see if you can climb up the stairs with me. My husband's store starts with looks. So I ask you, and we're gonna do, we're gonna use real pseudo-math today. <laughs> I ask you, what percentage of men are decent looking when you scroll through a dating site? OkCupid okay, su 
statistics suggest that women think about 20% of men are cute and 80% are not. My history as a dating and relationship coach suggests the number is closer to 5 to 10%, but let's start with 20. 20% of men are eligible. 80% of men have been lopped off on the first floor of the husband's store, just on looks alone. Next, we go to floor number two. And my husband's store, floor number two says education. Almost all of my clients are college educated. A good percentage have master's doctorates. So what percentage of men qualify by those standards to have the education that you have and then some? Well, do a quick Google search like I did. 35% of men have college degrees. About 10% have master's. Floor number three of my husband's store has income listed on it. Virtually all of my clients make over $50,000 a year and also want to date men who make more than they do. So what percentage of men, for example, make $100,000? The answer is around 10%. $200,000, you could chop that in half. Okay. The fourth floor of the husband's store. Right, we've gone from looks to education to income. Now we're on the fourth floor, and now we're looking at height. That's what's available in this store. The average height of a woman is five foot four, but some women are taller than that, and some women prefer taller men. We're entitled to that. Just know the percentage of men who's over six feet tall is 14%. 86% of men are not six feet tall. And we could keep going to floor number five, where you might find race, religion, or politics, and discover that if you're Indian, you're looking for 1% of the population. If you're Jewish, you're looking for 1.7% of the population. If you're far left progressive, you're looking at 8% of the population. But you get the idea of what happens at my husband's store. And so what we do is multiply those numbers together because a person has to have all of those qualities for you to feel like you're not settling, right? So if we just use the numbers that we mentioned earlier, right? these are not my numbers, these are real numbers. 20% times 35% times 10% times 14% times 1%. Do you know what you get? 0.000001% of men are qualified to date you. And that's before two really important qualities that we haven't considered yet. Number one, whether he's capable of making you happy for the next 40 years, whether he has the requisite kindness, consistency, communication, and character to be a good husband, whether he has anger issues, whether he has addiction issues, whether he has honesty issues, whether he's good in bed, whether he speaks your love language, whether he respects your opinion and tries to make you happy, that hasn't shown up in the husband's store. And we're already at 0.0001% of men but we haven't talked about that stuff yet. And the other thing the husband store doesn't account for is whether that 0.0001% of men is interested in you or whether he wants to climb higher in his own wife's store. So when you add it all up, it's not a matter of most people's standards being too high. It's a matter of your standards being skewed for external qualities in which your ideal husband must be taller, smarter, and richer than you. While how he treats you is almost secondary. You can see why this is a problem, right? So 
as always, I'm not saying that you're wrong for preferring fit to fat, tall to short, rich to poor, educated to uneducated, and so on. It's that when you turn everything into this false binary, men are either one or the other, you completely destroy your own dating pool. And I can completely empathize because I dated the exact same way when I was single from 25 to 35. I was looking for women who were as smart as I was, more sophisticated and well-read than I was, more attractive and fit than I was, and someone who thought the same way that I did about what I felt was important. Someone who was really ambitious, someone who was really intense, someone who was into personal growth and self-help, someone who was very well-read, very, well very liberal, secular. I spent 10 years going out with 300 different women who had a combination of those qualities because that's what I was attracted to and that's what I felt that I deserved. That's what I thought was most important. And the only way I discovered my own blind spot and learned to adjust my standards was through coaching women through the same process and realizing I wasn't following my own advice. I was trying to get to floor six of the wife store and it wasn't really effective in helping me get happy no more than it's been effective in helping you get happy, focusing on, what do we say in this store, height, education, income, looks. So I learned to trust my feelings. We talk about this a lot in the Love You podcast. My feelings instead of my intellect. I tried dating people who didn't fit my original picture. I discovered that the more dates that I had, the more I expanded my palette discovered different flavors that I liked, so to speak, when it came to dating. And after about two years of trial and error and failure, right, two years after I had this revelation that I was dating improperly, ineffectively, I ended up finding my soulmate. And as anyone who's followed me for a while knows, my soulmate, my wife, didn't have most of the things that were on my original list, that were on the my wife's store. She wasn't ambitious. She wasn't a six-figure earner. She didn't have a master's degree. She wasn't Jewish. She wasn't an atheist. She wasn't going to hand me books to read or tell me self-help classes to take or recommend cool new bands. But she was the happiest person I'd ever met, the most generous person I ever met, the most likable person I ever met, and we got along famously, even though she didn't check all my original boxes from that wife store checklist. I couldn't feel any luckier at how after all of this trial and error that I made, 300 dates really, and the illusion that I had that I was holding out for someone just like me but better, I ended up in the most rock solid marriage of anybody you know. And I ended up with my best friend. That's why I am so evangelical about this kind of stuff. That's why I pound this message home so much on YouTube, on my podcast. And that's why this is my life's mission, to take women like you through Love You so you can feel just as lucky as I do and you could be as annoying and evangelical as I am about what it's like to have a happy marriage. So I'm well aware when you listen to this, you hear me telling you something that I'm not saying, which is to settle. Even though I've never said anything of the sort, you settled before. You swore you'd never do it again. But remember, I am not telling you to marry a man who doesn't have a job. 
and who you have to support like his mommy. I'm telling you it's okay to marry a man who makes less money the same way it's okay for a man to marry a woman who makes less money. I'm not telling you to marry a man you're not attracted to and go the rest of your life without desire or good sex. I'm telling you that attraction and good sex are not necessarily a great predictor of your future happiness. And as long as he's attractive to you and pleases you in bed, he doesn't have to be the hottest guy you've ever seen. I'm not telling you to go out with some stupid man who can't carry on a conversation with you. I'm telling you that there's many kinds of intelligence and that conventional education isn't nearly as important as emotional intelligence when it comes to marriage. So are you too picky? Are your standards too high? Are you going to be alone forever if you don't compromise? It is not my place to say. But I will tell you that if you're holding out for a man who is taller, smarter, richer, cuter, and funnier than you, and if that's less than 1% of all men, before we consider whether he's a good partner and whether he's equally interested in you, then perhaps your current criteria are ineffective in searching for a husband. And if you want to know how to do it right and make smart relationship choices for the rest of your life that actively make you happy in the long run, this is exactly what I help you do and love you. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. For more episodes like this on YouTube, click the subscribe button and ring the bell. Choose all to ensure that you get notified of new content whenever it comes out. If you're listening to the audio podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you want to find love right now and are committed to making healthier relationship choices with men so you could have an easy partnership that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood, look for the link below and apply for coaching in Love You. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Are you the woman who is everything except your man? You can have the relationship of your dreams and you don't have to change to get it. In Love You, you will gain confidence, let go of unhealthy relationship patterns, learn to trust your judgment, understand and attract quality men, assess long-term compatibility, and create a passionate, unconditionally loving relationship with a partner who puts you first, never lets you down, and always makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click on the Apply button to get started.